0: Old Games So Hard podcast to a very special episode. This was supposed to go up last week, but because uh, school happened and busyness happened, it's going up this week. So, yeah, I'm I'm. You know what? I'm be completely honest. I got a little distracted because I got a new fancy little phone, and it's great. And I found out that the best game to ever exist ever is on mobile. Now. We'll get into that a little bit later. So I'm just gonna talk about that today because I really want to. Sorry, I was originally gonna talk about Majora's Mask 3D in versus the original Majora's Mask and all that butting of heads and bold. Blah, 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 blah. So this it's been it's been busy. School's nuts. I found out I'm going on a big long aeroplane trip in a, about a week. So, if this goes up on Monday like I'm hoping it does, it'll be great. So, yeah, I'm not even going to put an ad in this because, you know, it was supposed to go up last week and I screwed it up. So, it'll be fine. So, now nobody has to even deal with my stupid ad breaks. Because nobody wants to listen to the same ad for the fifth week in a row because Joe doesn't have any other sponsorships. But that's okay. Now speaking to this week's sponsor, I'm just kidding, there isn't a sponsor, I'm not even gonna like edit it this much, I'm just gonna go and just hope that there aren't any big empty spots. Okay, so, the best game ever, in my opinion, is Dead Cells. If you don't know what Dead Cells is, it's a Roguevania game, I think it was released in 2017, I might be wrong, I'm not even gonna check it. It's a Roguevania, so that is combining the term of roguelike, not to be confused with roguelite. It is a roguelike, which is basically a dungeon crawler game, which is randomized every time you go through. Every time you go through, there's a little bit different. It changes every time. And it's a Metroidvania, which is a combination of the terms from Castlevania, or more notably known Castlevania Symphony of the Night, and um, Metroid. So... Where it takes from each of these is it takes from the roguelike, where it's going to be different every time you go through. It's based off of random chance, and every time you go through, it's different, it's new, it's refreshing. Minus, like, the areas and such. Those are always the same, and the enemies you're going to face are going to be similar. But... It pulls from the Metroidvania, because the more you explore, the better it is for you. Because the more you explore, and the more you do in the game, the more you can unlock, the more places you can go to... It's just fun, because you can do whatever you want. You get rewarded if you can complete an area super fast, which is what I like to do, because I just grind out my rewards that way, and you get rewarded if you go through every little area and just collect everything. So, now let's get down to business. Is this game hard? Yes, it is quite difficult, because the entire mantra of the game, I'm pretty sure it's their slogan is, um... Kill, learn, die, repeat. And that's based off of, you kill the enemies you're going after, you learn how to dodge them, and you learn how to fight against them, you die, and then you do it again. Because the entire shtick of the game's story, and yes, there's a story in this game, even though it's random every time, is that... You are, um, you were executed at one point, but now you're, like, an immortal blob of goop that just kind of, like, runs around, and it's fine, because even though you can die, you don't get punished for dying, because you keep all of the permanent upgrades you build. So, as you go through the game, every now and then when you kill an enemy, you'll get a quote-unquote cell from the name Dead Cells. Wow. You'll get a cell, and then if you make it through the area, all those cells you get, and if you go even faster or you kill all the enemies, you can get more cells... And then you dump all of these cells into permanent upgrades. So you can unlock weapons that you can use intermittently. Because um, you get blueprints. So Killing Enemies gives you blueprints, which you can unlock to get those weapons and items and upgrades and mutations and everything. Which then you can tack on your character at a different point in the game. On your next run. And it's just fun. Or you can, you know, upgrade how many times you can heal yourself. Or, like, if you can th- recycle weapons for gold or how much gold you start with at the beginning of each run, and it all matters, because it's great. Because I go through one run, and I'm just like, okay, I'm going to commit to this run, I'm going to fight the final boss, it will be great. I don't normally win, but that's okay. But when I decide to exert myself for that 20 to 30 minutes I'm playing the game really hard, I'm getting all the rewards from it, I'm getting every bonus from it, I'm getting all of the just rewardy goodness... That I get from it, and it just feels so good. Then I go through again, I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to work on unlocking weapons today. And I'll just run through with no weapon, avoiding every enemy, just deciding not to do anything, and I'm just like, okay, I got my uh, cells for uh, doing the bonus of running fast. What's next? And then I restart and do it again. So just, you can play it either way. And the developers know this, which is why... When, like, if you're one of the playstyles that's like, I gotta know where everything on the map is. I gotta know where everything is. I want to fill in the entire map. Later on in the game, if you do this, you'll find something called the Explorer's Rune, which then allows you to, when you explore 80% of the map, it automatically fills in the rest of it, so you don't have to go in every nook and cranny. It's great, because the developers care. They're constantly updating it. There's a whole bunch of DLC for it. Granted, not on mobile yet. Hey. Hey. Twinstar Mobile. You, you want to hit me up? Let's let's get this DLC on mobile. I think it's coming out this year anyways. So, it's... It's... Glorious. If anything, I can say it's glorious. Because... If you enjoy side-scrollers, you're going to enjoy this. If you enjoy uh, put-down games that you can play for a couple minutes and then be done with, you'll enjoy this. If you enjoy speedrunning games, you'll enjoy this. If you enjoy shooter games, you'll enjoy this. Because there's elements of shooting. If you like... Beat 'em up games, you'll enjoy this. If you like bullet hell games, you'll enjoy this. If you like video games in general and you don't enjoy this, just meet me in real life and we'll just like hash it out of why you're wrong and why you should enjoy this. That's that's sarcasm. I'm aware some people cannot like the game because my dad doesn't like the game because he thinks it's a waste of a modern day graphics. And even so, there's still story to go through with all of this content packed in, there's still story and plot and funniness, and cause, even though your character doesn't talk, he's still sarcastic Is all get out. And just, you'll find stuff in the world, and he'll make little sarcastic thought remarks about it, but you still can't talk, so you'll go over and see statue of the king who's where you're trying to get to the final boss and it's like huh there's a statue of the king i don't know how he can see out of that helmet huh? or uh but even though it's a super dark atmosphere in the game it still just helps take it down with a little bit of grace i guess because there's um place called the promenade of the condemned which is basically about where everybody used to live before the okay here's some spoilers for the lore of the entire game, it's not really like an in-your-face story, but there's a little bit of lore, so I'm gonna go through this right now, so, okay, this is the best of my understanding to how it goes, piecing it together myself without having to watch like any other videos on other people who've pieced together too, so, it was all fine until basically there's a tyrannical king, so there's a tyrannical king that rules basically everything, and then, there's two elements. So there's this tyrannical king, and then there's the disease called the malice. So the malice infects people and turns them into zombies, basically. Or just kills you outright. So this king uses this disease to take advantage of all of his soldiers and citizens. So they either join him, they become a zombie, or they die. So as you go through the game, there's a whole bunch of areas where it's like, really... There's um, an area called the ossuary, which is... does when you go into the area it just says it's uh where all of the bodies that couldn't fit anywhere else were put so as you can tell this is where all of the zombies are which is really sad but then there's areas in the game where it's like you find uh, a body and it says hmm this body was either really young or a dwarf we're gonna say it's a dwarf yeah and then you just keep going because if you stop moving, you're gonna get you're gonna lose your bonuses for time. So even though this game moves at a breakneck pace, every time for me, I can still go in and enjoy the story. It's just it's oh it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. Okay. Trying trying to be a little bit more serious about it. There are some elements of the game where it kind of falls flat. Because for me personally, I don't like how the shield system is set up. That's always been a problem with it before they finally released it on everything was the shields were really imbalanced, where they all either really worked or they really didn't. So when you're playing the game, there's three types of weaponry that you can use. There's tactics, vitality, and brutality. So, tactics is um, going to be like guns, well, they're not guns, they're bows and freezing weapons and traps that you can lay down, and those are just built where you can put them places and it's just, they do their thing. Brutality is, of course, all of, all of your melee weapons, so those are going to be your swords, hammers, uh, daggers, stuff like that, or grenades and such. And then Vitality is going to be some of the ranged weapons and some of the other buffing, like, skills and healing items. And that's also going to be where your shields are. So, when you go through the game, on your playthroughs, you're going to grab these things called, quote-unquote, Scrolls of Power. Which lets you buff one of these three things. And it lets you either... It lets you pick one of these three, and it always gives you a buff to your health and a 15% increase in damage of that color item. So let's say I have four red items and a a purple item. When I pick up my scroll of power, it'll probably give me a 10% increase to HP if I pick the red one, a 30% if I pick the purple one, and a 70% if I pick the green one, since I don't have any green items. Plus that 15% damage, so I can either go for damage or health when I pick that up. And the game does a really good job at punishing you for not... Being able to choose things, because as you go through, there are these items called cursed chests, which they normally have really good stuff with them, but when you open them, it puts a curse on your character, where if you get hit by one attack, one time, you instantly die, and the only way to get it off is to kill ten enemies. This happens several other times in the game, because there's an area in the game called a slumbering sanctuary, where... You go through once, and you find out, oh, there's not teleporters around here like there are every other place. You get the rune from there, which is the spider rune, which allows you to climb walls. And then you can either go the short way out, which, yeah, you're gonna, yeah, you'll get out, and you'll go to the next area, and it'll be fine. Or you can go all the way back through the now-not-slumbering sanctuary full of new deadly enemies that you've never encountered to get to a bonus room. Which gives you even more blueprints for weapons you've never seen. So it's just this punishing people who don't take risks. Because the entire mantra of the game is, if you die, it's fine. Dying isn't going to punish you. It's just there as a temporary setback. Which is honestly, I don't know why more games don't act like this. Because you die, it's like, oh... Well, that sucks, buddy. Guess you can start all the way from the beginning again. Ha 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 And then the player's just like, well, crap. See, when I'm playing Dead Cells versus something like Enter the Gungeon, if I play Enter the Gungeon and I die, I'm just like, well, there's four hours of work down the drain. I guess I got to start all over again. When I'm playing uh, a little bit of Dead Cells, oh, play some play some game, get absolutely destroyed by walking to the wrong room, and I'm just like, well... I kind of deserve that. I should have been more careful. And then I start over. Because I don't lose everything from starting over. I don't know. Basically, that's me getting as much information about that game to you in one take. So that's my very special fifth episode. Thank you for listening. If you have your own opinions on the game or you want to suggest some games, send them to the email at waogsh at com or just an acronym for why your old Games so hard which is the name of this podcast thank you very much for listening like and share with your friends and yeah i'll have another episode up probably before the end of the week so that i actually have another retro game out because uh this doesn't really count but i wanted to so bad and it's my podcast so i can do what i want all right this is joe signing off